they're all just the worst. Hey, bro, it's Shirley Bruce. And begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. But today it's about things we don't like. Yep. We're going negative again. And uh, this episode is all about the worst parts of flying. On an airplane. On an airplane. Or going, you know. Not on a broom. The <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Everything about flying on a broom is great. <laughs> so this this episode is for you if maybe you aren't able to fly this uh, coming spring break season due to uh, travel concerns. Yeah, there's some concerns, I guess, Yeah, <laughs> I've heard about. And so maybe you can uh, empathize with these things, or maybe you just don't like flying. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these Flying's are... pretty cool, though, overall. Yeah, I, I don't know if i've met anyone who has ever said that they don't enjoy traveling but i've heard many 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 people say that they don't enjoy flying it's it's the it's the the non-flying part of flying that makes flying not enjoyable (laughs) like if you are the captain or the pilot i'm sure it's probably pretty great because you're getting a great view the whole time yeah maybe you're the window seat person you got first class like when you're in the air or when you're leaving the ground yeah that's pretty fun but uh i mean if you're that, on like turkish airlines and you're in that like first class cabin and you have like a room plus a living room plus a bed yeah that sounds fun that's a great part of flying but i'm talking about being in coach with a bunch of germy <laughs> <The> normies germy normies <laughs> yeah Oh man, there's so that's many. Where good- <laughs> we, that's where we always are. <laughs> okay, so there's there's so many things that I want to talk about. Okay, that are just annoying parts about flying that let's, I just let's I just, get started then. I mean, so I I've got my tops, of course, but there's a, a ton of other options. Should we start with our tops and just bring up the others later? Should yeah, I just bring I some think, up now? I think maybe we just be like free flowing with this, like because I've got five things, but I all of these can go anywhere any okay, direction let me just, at least at the very least lightning round some of these really annoying things okay okay the act of boarding <laughs> oh my gosh there's got to be a better way there is a better way there is a better way first What's of the all. way um well it cgp has a great video about this but this could never happen who uh, there's a youtuber called cgp gray and he brings up this better way and i i subscribe to this method um, which is you line everybody up according to back of the plane first. Mm-hmm. People in the back of the plane board first. and But the problem with this is you have to get everybody to number up right yeah. away. Yeah. The alternative to this, of course, is you could have everybody that has a, a window seat board first. Yeah. That'd be the other option. Yeah. And then do an middle option. seats and then do aisle seats. Yeah. Any of those would work better. But here's the problem. It's just that people are terrible and unreliable. So you can't expect people to get there on time. You can't expect people to listen because they just don't. This is already so juicy. I'm it's, just, I'm so mad already and we're not even in the top I know, five. We're I, distant. Yes, because one of my biggest pet peeves is didn't make my list, but they come out, you know, you're in the, you're at the gate and they're like, we're going to be boarding soon. And then everyone stands up and crowds around. And it's like, but you're in zone five. Why are you waiting by the door? Sit your ass down. Okay, there I'm- is no reason to be waiting up there. And this happened to me very recently when I was going to Arizona. There was a guy who was standing literally in the boarding line. But he wasn't moving. Yeah. And he was and he looked at me, he's like, Oh, are you trying to get on? I'm my zone's not boarding yet. And I was like, Well then maybe you should get to step in. Get out of the way. <laughs> you did not say get to step in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But I, I did Your eyes pro- said it. Probably not very politely. I was just like, Well, maybe you should move out of the way then because it looks like you're in line. And then I was like, yes. Oh God, he's probably gonna be sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that actually I might as well just transition into it. That is my number one. Oh. Which I'm calling hurry up and wait. Yes. That is planes the- are all about hurry up and wait. Hey, better get there three hours early. <laughs> then you show up and then you just wait forever in a security line. Then you get to the gate and they're like, You better make the gate. Joey, are you at the gate? And then you get to the gate and it's, it's like, just why weren't you at the gate? Yes, and then it's like, oh, why? Why don't I have my seat assignment? I, I like, I got this ticket six months ago. Why? And finally, moments before they start calling your names, you get up to the front, and they're like, "Guess what? You got a middle seat." <laughs> 
So, okay, okay, well, I guess I'll be ready to board as soon as we start. Okay, now boarding military personnel. Now boarding babies. Now boarding people. <laughs> just babies. Just babies. Now boarding people in wheelchairs. Now boarding people with dark hair. <laughs> then last comes Joey. Always. Oh. And you. My gosh. Lately have always been getting the middle seat. I just. It's so what hilarious is to me. We need to start booking separately because I think that's what's happening because when we book together, it like for some reason always puts me at the window and always puts you in the middle. Yes. I, it's just so freaking hilarious to me. Hurry up and wait. It's just the worst thing. Yes. Uh, um, okay, wait. I just want to go back to boarding now yes. for a second. Okay. All right. I don't think this could ever work because the people who are paying more for pricier seats, for whatever reason, and I don't understand it, they want to board first? Why do these people want to be on the plane like, first? Just because they want to get a bevy. They want to get their cocktail. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is this is fascinating because I've never sat up there and I've never gotten like my own cocktail or something before <laughs> the plane. So that didn't even occur. Like that option didn't even register as a potential reason why someone might, might want to board. I was thinking, why do you want to be stuck on this? Yeah. Why in this germy space for longer tiny space we're not leaving the thing's not moving yeah it's like you You gotta wait for all of us to put our bags on okay that makes sense but my disembarking is just as bad as the boarding oh my god when the second they turn off the seatbelt sign and everyone stands up it's like where are you going what why are you standing the only time i find it acceptable is when you've been on a very long international flight and you're like i gotta stand up just to stretch my legs Mm. But it's like, stop getting in the aisle and stop cutting everybody yeah. off. It's like, get, we disembark by row. You Just because you're in row 35 and you stand up and run up doesn't mean that you should get off before everybody else. I do feel like there is a lot of like game theory there. Like everybody thinks that if they stand <laughs> up, they're preventing somebody, like the person behind yeah. them from leaving first. Or like the, it, it'll allow them to leave first. But what it ends up doing is it just causes – it's like it's like somebody in the front row at a theater – in a, in a movie theater, standing up. And so then the person behind <laughs> them has to stand up because they're standing up. Yes. And now all of a sudden the whole movie theater is standing up to watch the movie when we yes. could all just be sitting. Well, and also people immediately stand up. It's like they don't open the door immediately. Like they got to bring the jet bridge down. Like things have to happen. Like it's going to be at least another five minutes before first class even gets out of here. Yeah. Now standing in and of itself isn't annoying, but it's just it's the fact that Someone is now towering above me. Now my face is like surrounded by butts and crotches (laughs) and smells. And it's just, yeah, it's just awkward. Yes. I also want to say while there will be lots of complaining, at the end of this episode, we will share our favorite flying hacks. Yes. So so there are some um, great tips coming your way too <laughs> so if you're like wow there's a lot of complaining you can go straight to the end for the, for the tips but i highly recommend you stay around for the complaining because this is it's everyone understands how terrible flying is so we're just commiserating yes, well and and now and now you've opened the, the floodgates so now i'm thinking everyone should know that of course we think flying is a modern marvel it's a miracle that we can put these things in it's the a air. privilege it's a privilege it's yes. amazing but we're just having fun. But we like to complain. <laughs> At least I do. Okay. I've got one more here. Or I've got I've got like six more before we even get to the top five. Okay. All okay. right. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I know. This is going to be a long one. Buckle up, everybody. Oh, nice. Insert the metal tip into the buckle. <laughs> Pull the lever to release. Airplane mode. Airplane mode. I am very happy that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> that you, But just the fact that... We had or like to, you had to turn your phone all the way off. You had to turn your phone off, put it away up until like a half an hour into the flight. <laughs> Do you remember um, every other airline like adopted airplane mode except for Spirit Airlines except for Spirit. whatever? And they were like, no airplane mode. You got to turn it all the way off. And they'd like check. Yes. I was like, I, why? This is why I spent $20 on this flight. I now understand because <laughs> I'm, I'm being treated like a child yep. <laughs> and I can't put my seat back. Yep. <laughs> okay. Leg room. Oh, yeah. Leg room. Fortunately, not a huge problem for me because I'm not super, super tall. Yeah. But it's 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 not great. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, they're getting closer and closer together every passing day. Yeah. And the worst part of this is most of these aren't the fault of the people. 
these are, of course, the fault of the airlines. Right. And I understand the airlines' perspective. They want to maximize revenue. Yeah. And oh, I guess it does suck because they're they're trying to go rock bottom pricing, make everything as cheap as possible. But then, but it's not even then because then it's like if you want to choose your seat, you pay ten dollars. If you want to print your ticket <laughs> at the airport, it's another ten dollars. Do you want to use the bathroom? Ten dollars. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes now it's like if you want a beverage or a snack, it's it's ten dollars. <laughs> Everything is ten dollars. If you want to bring your bag on the plane, it's $35. But if you want to check it, it's like $20. It's like, why is nothing free anymore? Yeah. Why Or why is this not built in? It's like, just build everything in. Okay. Speaking of the food, do you it's have any terrible. thoughts on the food? <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I might as well bring up one of my flying hacks. Okay. Yeah. And that has to do with the food. Mm. So there's a couple of things that you can do. A, I just recommend that you don't eat it. Because it has, it's just really not great for you, and you, you'll feel a lot better if you just drink like a ton of water throughout the flight, and then land. You'll feel a lot fresher than you will after eating that like sodium filled like fake chicken situation. Yeah, bring your own snacks is my number one recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can also before you get on a plane. Um, like a couple days before you can request like a, a special meal. Oh. So you can request like a vegetarian meal or like yeah. a vegan meal or something yeah. and they'll bring it out to you first usually so that they get like the specialties out of the way. So A, you get it first. Oh yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. And typically if it's like a vegetarian meal, it's just like vegetables and rice, which it's like that's not going to really mess with you. Mm-hmm. So that is what I recommend. I feel like half the time I get lucky and... Yeah, probably less than that. A third of the time, it turns out to be something okay. And I'm okay with it. Okay. But just for fun, out of curiosity, you are offered uh, cookies. And of course, they're not like normal chocolate chip cookies. They're like the weird like graham They're They're like a gingerbread graham. Cookie. Might as well be a graham cracker. Yeah, yeah. They're graham cracker cookies. Yeah. Um, What are the other options? Chex Mix. Pretzels. Or pretzels. Peanuts sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Pretzels, peanuts, or graham cracker yeah. cookie. What do Delta you take? Delta has Cheez-Its right now, too. Which one of those um, do you take? I sometimes take the cookie. I think I take the cookie. But I often take the pretzels. And your drink? Um, If not just plain water, ginger ale. Yeah. I'll go ginger ale, and if I need to stay awake, then I go Coke. Yeah. Never drink the coffee. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. <laughs> just don't do it. I've read many, many a BuzzFeed articles that they never clean the coffee pot. So you might as well just be like drinking bacteria. Okay. Window control. What? Window control is another worst part about flying. Is this your list now? No, we haven't even hit the list. Okay. What do you mean window control? I don't like the fact that somebody else is essentially controlling the light. Like the person who's at the window seat. Exactly. I hate when they just shut it. And I'm like, excuse me, I wanted to look out that. Or at least during takeoff. I can understand shutting it if it's like... Well, it's different if it's like... You're above the clouds and it's And you're on like a 16-hour flight or something. And it's like, we're trying to sleep. Yeah. But the people who get on and immediately close it, I instantly have issues with them. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be sleeping when you need to get up and go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I am not going to move. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so petty and delightful. Um, do you know me? I'm all about petty. Okay, what are, you, what are your thoughts on talking to someone you don't want to talk to? I don't do it. <laughs> I don't. What happens if they start talking to you? Well, most of the time I have my headphones in, even yeah. if I'm not listening to anything. Travel hack number two. Always have earbuds in, even if you're not listening to anything, because people are less likely to talk to you. Mm. Or if they start talking to you and then they realize you have earbuds in, they'll probably stop. But I feel like I'm really good at just not being very engaging. So, like, if people start asking me questions, I give them, like, one-word answers. And then eventually they're just like, she's not interested in me. Yeah, they relent. Or if sometimes people don't get it, I'll say, I'm really sorry. I'm not feeling well. I have a really bad headache. Yeah. I need to close my eyes. That's a pretty good one. That one actually – that one doesn't make the other person necessarily feel bad (laughs) that you don't want to talk to them. I mean, the world – yeah. Yeah, but you don't here's what I'll say is you don't want to say I'm not feeling well. You want or you can say that, but you need to say what you're not feeling well with. 
and a headache is always a good option. Exactly. Because if you say stomach ache, they're like, oh, great, this person's going to puke on me. Yeah. And if you say, like, I have flu-like symptoms, they're going to be like, oh, my God, outbreak. Yeah. And so you just got to say you have a headache. Mm. That's a good pro tip. This this problem also must be so much worse for women. Oh, yeah. This People doesn't always happen often talk to, me. to us. <laughs> And I will say, I have been guilty of... T- I mean, sometimes you you do want to talk to someone, I guess. Yeah, sometimes, like, I will engage if I think they're funny. Or, yeah, that's like, just... It's such a... Or if we've connected on something. Yes, if you've connected on something. But I'm definitely not the type to just start randomly chatting. Some- Hi, where are you from? I'm not going to do the six-hour chat. I will do a half-an-hour chat as needed. Yeah. I don't even, like, sometimes sitting next to, like... Here's an example. I went on a work trip. This was years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And we specifically selected our seats to be away from each other. Yeah. But then because we booked together, the airline was like, oh, like we moved you guys to be next to each other on the plane. And we were both like, ah, but why? This is actually, this is another great one. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to sit next to each other and we like kind of politely talked, but like neither of us wanted to be talking to each other. Yeah. But it just like. Like, you know, no, whatever. Just give me my space. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to enhance, dare I say, enhance your your travel tip. Okay. By saying not only could you wear headphones, but I'm th- I, I just recently because <laughs> you got to look cool. No, <laughs> wear um, either soundproof headphones or noise canceling headphones. Yeah. I had not tried this until this past year, and now that I have done this. I cannot believe I have done so many flights without them. Without them. It just makes the experience so so much better. You if you're flying Delta or you've got like the movie option or something like that, mm-hmm. you can hear the sound or you can hear your, you know, your music listening device. Yeah. You can hear the music or the podcast or whatever it is. You can actually hear sound. You don't have to blast it to 100% and then still not be able to hear. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, All right, what else do you have before we actually get to the core of the episode? Okay, I forgot one that wasn't on my list moments before we started the episode. So now we're on my list. Okay. So I'm going to start my list okay. at my number six. Because, <laughs> okay. Because the, because the thing that I added, I put in at number two. Okay. Pets. Pets? Worst parts of flying is having to fly with a pet because we haven't solved this. I cannot believe we're putting pets in the undercarriages of these planes. And that pets are being put in these cages yeah, with the super cold air. And then they come out the other side, like, shivering or dead scared. or scared. Yeah. It's so terrible. A I, lot I, more people are carrying them on. I just, I wish there was, uh, like, a t- like one flight a day. Like, a matinee-style thing. You know, like, <laughs> the movie theater that has all the kids come on weekends. I want, like, the, the, pet, pe- flight. the pet flight. Yeah. Yeah. Pay a ton more. If you want to bring the pet. Or not even. Don't pay a ton more. Just that's the flight for you. There's the pet flight. Yeah, there's the... I mean, but but they... You pay uh, for a seat. Okay, you pay for, for a seat. For, for the pet. For room for the pet. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a special seat. It's like <laughs> a cute little bed. Yeah, that's interesting. How would that work, maybe? I don't know. I'm don't not know. here to we're solve here, that We're problem. not here to solve it. We're just here so to we're give just here free to ideas and to complain. Yeah. Exactly. Delta is listening. Okay. We we got to solve this pet thing. We do. Because some, someone's dog just died like last week. Really? Yeah. I yeah, think sure it was it a Delta flight. It's, it's just, it's cruel. If we're not going to put people down there. Yeah. You should put a person down there and see how that goes. Yeah. If we're not willing to put people down there, we shouldn't be willing to put our pets because for most people... Pets are real friends. They're family. They're family. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel a real loss. So there we go. And you know what? I'm just because I'm bringing it up now, I'm going to bring up my number five because they might have the same solution. Okay. And now I'm. Are pro- you going to say babies? <laughs> Joey! I am going to say babies. <laughs> babies, I'm sorry. Babies are so <laughs> damn annoying no, on a plane. You know what's worse than a baby? Me complaining about a baby? No, it's like. <laughs> A seven-year-old. Because they're, like, bouncing all around. Like... Or, like... Yeah, they're kicking, kicking, they're kicking shit. And babies, I can understand. They... The, my ears pop, and I want to cry, too. When that happens, I can only imagine. They don't know how to express themselves, except for crying. 
Yeah, now, you have to understand, I'm not mad at the babies, and I'm not <laughs> mad at the parents for bringing the babies, because I know if you have a baby and you need to travel, or maybe you don't need to travel, maybe you just want to travel. You just want to travel. Sure, yeah. I, there's not a good solution here. I'm just saying it's extremely annoying and extremely That's why you obnoxious. got the noise-canceling headphones. That's okay, Exactly. Bringing it back to the headphones, and I'm bringing it back to this pets and babies solution. We need the matinee <laughs> Flight. You, you need the baby flight. I need the baby flight. Here's here's my proposal. I'm coming up with this right now. <laughs> this, this is going to sound like super weird and like, I don't know. This is just going to sound like discrimination against families with babies or something. But I don't think of it that way. I think of this as a privileged option for families with kids. Have something towards the back of the plane that has more space that you have the option of paying more for. That's basically like a first class. Like a baby carriage. Yes. A section of the plane that is closed That's off. such a good name for it. The baby, the baby carriage. carriage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, there's a door between that section in the back of the plane yeah. and the front of the section. If you have a child younger than, let's two. say, three. Two. You say two? Okay, sure. Younger than two, you book a flight and the baby carriage. It maybe costs a little more. Maybe it doesn't. I, it's got to cost more. <laughs> but then everybody, I'm, I'm as a non- <laughs> You don't have baby. any children. I don't have a baby right now. <laughs> As a non-baby. As a non-baby and a non-baby owner is what I almost said. <laughs> baby owner? As a non-parent. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I would pay more to know that I'm getting on a flight without a baby, right? When I go to an when I go to see The Matrix in the movie theater, I'm not expecting a 14-year-old to be in that theater. And I don't want to feel uncomfortable knowing that a 13-year-old is, is watching something that I, they shouldn't be seeing. What? All I'm I've saying, seen people bring their babies to the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, but that makes me uncomfortable. Well, here's what I'll say. And it's all about my comfort. And I'm just saying, Isn't I would pay it more kind of like a chain reaction, though? Like once, once one baby starts crying, then all the babies cry. Yes, it's the call of the wild. Yeah, yeah. So if, the, like, if one baby in the baby carriage starts crying, like, is that going to be soundproof so the rest of the plane can't hear it? Yes, it has to be semi soundproof. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't like this idea. I think babies on planes are fine. I think parents would actually appreciate this because you could actually Maybe. Pr- provide amenities for parents in the baby carriage. Yep. Right? Like you could have um, warm milk or something or like toys that the kids <laughs> could use that they've never used before. Uh, who's going to disinfect those? They probably wouldn't disinfect them. They would probably have to have new each Oh, new ones each time. Yeah, like new, like a new little nipple or something each time. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, well, obviously, I thought you meant for the toys. Oh, for the toys. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> of course they have to have a new a new bottle thing, a bottle topper. Yeah, yeah. Kernston rubber nipples. Is that what they are? From from Parks and Rec. Kernston? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so there's my numbers five the and six. <laughs> we'll call, you don't know what? We'll call that five. Babies and pets. Figure okay. that out. Make a pet carriage. Make a baby carriage. Okay. All right, that sounds good. Thank you. Maybe that could just be like those double decker planes. Maybe the babies go up top. Yeah, there's there's a solution out there, and I want them to offer it because I'm sick of the animals dying, and I'm sick of listening to these babies. Just get your noise canceling headphones; you'll be fine. I guess that is. Have what you ever had to sit to. next to a baby? Yes, or right next, like uh, adjacent to, or right behind. Yeah, the last flight I was on, there was it wasn't a baby, but it was like a toddler. He was probably three. I don't know. He was probably actually like 10. I don't know the difference between ages of children. But he kept dropping his dad's cell phone behind the seat. And it was the most irritating thing in the world. Oh, yeah. That, that stuff's actually maybe even more annoying than because the Because then I had to – that's what I'm saying. That's why I think like ages like four to eight are even worse <laughs> Because they're like kicking your chair and they can't sit still and they're dropping shit and they're like, they're grubby and they don't know how to keep themselves clean because they're like now on their own. Maybe, like, it's, a, maybe it's a three-tier system. Maybe it's baby carriage <laughs> in the back, like the playpen or the play zone or something. And like is like DZ discovery zone. Yeah, exactly. Is the next section. They'll call it something fancy, like the Delta discovery zone. Yeah. Right? That's the next section. Sure. Yeah. This is quite the plane at this point. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, I have a top five, but they're not really in order. Okay. So I'm going to start with everything is gross and sticky. <laughs> why is everything sticky? <laughs> I, yeah. Why is everything sticky? Yeah. It's like the, almost every time I put the tray table down and it's covered in like pretzel dust or like there's like a ring from like the soda. 
And it's like, everything is disgusting. The seat is disgusting. There's crumbs in the seat. It's like, don't stick your hand all the way inside of the seat back pocket because there might be like a mouse in there. You just don't know. And like the window, you can like see like children's imprinted faces like left on the window. You go to the bathroom. There's like dribbles of water or pee everywhere. You're just not sure. There's There's, like poop streaks everywhere because there's no water in the toilet. They're always out of soap. Or there's no hand sanitizer. Yeah. It's just the worst. Everything is disgusting. Do you, do you, have you ever been on a plane that had one of those? I think they were like old cigarette butt. Oh, yes. And people bins. just like put trash people or gum in People would put trash in there. in there or tons of gum. My sister and I yes. would open those when we were younger and get on a plane and just like open them and go, ew, and like freak out. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, yeah. that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, so they're just all very, very gross. And I learned today that... Um, if you're going to like disinfect your seat, which I do recommend you do, I recommend you bring like a Clorox travel sized wipe <laughs> and wipe everything down, but you have to like let it sit for three minutes before you use the surface. Oh, well, how are you going to do that? Well, you just wait a second. Well, based on the way we're boarding. No, but you can like still, you can get into your seat and like still stand there. Mm, so you wipe and, down like, the seat. Wipe it down. Yeah, the tray is definitely important, and so is the. Little I would say video the tray, screen. the screen, the screen. If you've got a screen and the seatbelt. Oh boy. Yeah, the seatbelt too. And a- don't touch anything in the seatback pocket. Just don't do it. <laughs> you know, I'm. That's my spot. That's where I stash my water and my wallet. Uh, yeah, you stick your hands down there, and I'm just afraid for you every time. <laughs> and um, what else? I have gotten hurt on a plane before by. Reaching my hand, like, between the seat to yes. find... What was I doing? I was, like, trying to find the seatbelt, and I reached down and, yeah, like... you cut part, your hand open. Yeah, and a part of the seat had broken off, and so there was, like, an exposed, sharp piece of plastic, and I tore my hand open. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm still feeling bad about these babies. Yes. Okay, so everything is gross and sticky. My tip is to bring Clorox wipes with you. That's a good tip. Thanks. I didn't have a tip for... Okay, no, you know what? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna make it. I'm trying try to come up with you a can tip. Try here. and make some tips. Here's my tip for the pets: make a better plane. <laughs> make, make a better plane and do the thing where you just cheat the system and say your pet is a, um, like a care dog. Oh, yeah. If, okay. if somebody doesn't know what this is, sure. you can sign your pet up to essentially say, "I need this pet to be on the plane with me." Like an, an emotional support. An, animal? I, I want yeah, an emotional an emotional support animal. Yeah. Do that. Uh, tip for baby? Uh, don't have a baby? I don't know what the... There's no don't tip. Don't have a baby. <laughs> there's no tip there. There's no... No, there's, there's Just no make a better there. plane. Um, okay, number four. Getting yelled at by the TSA at security checkpoints oh, for rules that one God. location enforced and another one doesn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. The constantly changing rules of the TSA. Sir, take off your... Sir, take off your shoes! Did you hear me? You do not need to remove your belt! Okay, well, the flight I took five minutes ago said that I did. And <laughs> I, I get I get Take off your belt, don't really, take it off. Take off your shoes, don't. If people say it politely to me, I will respond politely. But if people are aggressive with me, there is no politeness there coming are, from me in my experience there are very few polite tsa workers yes now i don't blame them because that is a that's a shit that job. is a pretty crappy job so i probably would be yelling too but oh man it's i do not like that just why why are the rules constantly changing and i think one of the things that frustrates me too is i sometimes will ask because there are certain things that have been like in flux, like some you need to take your food out, some you don't. Like now, sometimes you don't have to take out your liquids. So the last time I went through, I asked, I was like, do I need to take out my food? And the guy got really sassy. He was like, well, did you last time? Yeah, that's something you need to do. And I was like, oh, that makes me so man, angry. What, what the hell? I'm just trying to expedite this for everyone. But here is my most irritating thing that happened to me recently. <laughs> I um, went to visit my parents in Arizona, so I brought a bunch of, like, nuts and seeds with me Mm -hmm. so that I could, you know, get my... Snack. So I could snack, and then I could make my chia pudding in the morning so my mom didn't have to go out and, like, buy chia seeds because they're kind of pricey. And so I asked, do I need to take this stuff out? He said no. I said, okay, great. Thank you. He was very polite. He was really great. 
And so it goes through the scanner, my bag gets flagged, and I'm like, oh, it's got to be those damn nuts and seeds. (laughs) And I was so pissed. And so I'm standing there waiting. The line of bags that are being checked is like five or six people deep at this point. And my friend Jenna has already gone through, and she's filming me from above. From above, yeah, like she's like, cleared the area and is on the, the area next section. and is like up top, and she's <laughs> filming me just like looking irritated. Oh, um, and so, because there are so many people waiting to get their bags checked by someone, they have to like shut down people coming through at this point and <laughs> because of your nuts and seeds because of the nuts and seeds sure. and well, we don't know that we yet, don't but know I'm that presuming. yet but we're we're pretty sure that yeah. that's what it yeah. is yeah. and then i hear somebody who hasn't gone through the screening yet say what's taking so long and the freaking tsa lady goes well all these people aren't following the rules so they all have to get their bags checked and i made eye contact with her and i was like i asked ma'am if I should take that stuff out. And he said no. So I did follow the rules. Yeah. He, and she was like, there's no reason to get an attitude. You copped an attitude And I was me. like, don't you be talking to people about what I did, quote unquote, wrong when I didn't do anything wrong. And then come to find out, they check my bag and it wasn't my nuts and seeds that alerted. It was my hiking boots. <laughs> yes. And he's like pulling out the inserts and he was like, what are you hiding underneath these inserts? Oh and I was gosh. like, absolutely nothing. Why are my hiking boots alerting he was like well the soles are too large so you should really take these out of your bag next time i was like i cannot win none of us can win no that's the thing they just like when that happens they have to say something or they feel like they do to save face yes it's just to save face yes you should take you should have known your soles were too thick so you should really consider taking your soles out what are you talking about yes and i am all for safety and just double checking and making sure so that nothing bad happens on a plane but when it's something like that, it it's just nonsensical. Yep. It's so frustrating. And that lady really pissed me off to say that we all just don't follow the rules. It's like, I, we cannot win here. Yeah. You don't have to be rude. I'm not being rude with you. I won't be rude until you're rude to me. It's called respect and it should be mutual. Yeah. And kindness would just go a long way because traveling can be very stressful for some people and maybe they accidentally forgot that they had a little bit of water. Like you don't have to teach them a lesson and be like, now, did you know that blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just. Yeah, did you know that you can't have water? You got to like, make sure you don't bring water. And yes. now you're going to have to go back to checkpoint one. Yes. Go dump it out and then get back in line. That that happened when we went through. Okay. Th- that, there's the other thing that's irritating. So when we. <laughs> We flew, we were going to Italy last summer, and we flew from Minneapolis to Paris, and when you get to Paris, you have to go through another screening, And but last time, you didn't have to dump out your water, and this time, suddenly, you have to dump out your water, even though you're not going through, like, you're not new to the terminal, you just came off of a plane, you're separated from the new people, and we had to dump out all that water. It's such a waste. We couldn't do it there. They sent us back. Oh, and you couldn't do it there. Like in some airports, they have like a place where you can just dump it. And we couldn't just abandon the water bottles because we brought Nalgene's because plastic. We don't want to waste plastic. And it was the most irritating thing. Because I'm like, who comes up with these rules? Like, why is this suddenly a rule? This wasn't a last time. This wasn't a thing the last time we came through this airport. Yep. So annoying. I guess my hack is to... uh improve the tsa and uh come up with some standardized solutions here i know because just i think that's the biggest problem is that every airport is testing something new because remember we went through in las vegas too and they were like oh you don't have to take out your laptop because we're testing out this new technology yeah i was like but is this does this apply to every airport or is it just this one one spot and they were like no like it doesn't even apply to this entire airport it's just this one lane and i yeah i'm okay with like the r&ding of like new techniques but then i just want to know is this going to be standardized later or like like what's the end game yeah if every airport had like their own little here's our trial run spot and we're yeah it could generalize to other airports that's fine i guess yeah anyway by the way you brought up another good hack though what Bring the uh, bring your own water bottle. Bring your yeah, bring your own water bottle is on my hack list. Okay. Yeah. Bring it with you empty. 
because otherwise you'll have to dump it out. Exactly. You can bring it empty and then fill it up. And then you don't have to buy water or use plastic. Sharing limit. Uh, yeah. Getting yelled at. Number four. All the time. Okay. Um, is it my turn now? It's your turn now. Okay. <laughs> I, I talked about TSA with you, so that was one of mine. That's great. Um, pe- just people. So people. People. <laughs> people on the plane, except for the flight attendants. I think the flight attendants have a very difficult job and... A lot of times people see them as like, oh, they're the ones who get me my drink, but they actually are like highly trained in like crisis management. They like know how to do all of these things and like could actually yeah, protect a, you if something terrible happened. It's a tough job. It's a very tough job. Um, so they are excluded from this. But just like people, and what I mean by that is loud talkers, especially when you're on like an overnight flight. Oh and there's something, and I know this is true, if you're a non-English speaker and you hear people speaking English, it's probably very super annoying. It sounds like particularly loud. And I feel like that's the case too when we hear other people speaking other languages. Like for some reason, you notice it so much more because you're like, I wonder what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it seems so loud. Yeah. And I feel like people are shouting. And then when it's in your own language, then you're actually like hearing what they're saying. And then it's even more irritating almost because you are hearing. <laughs> like you understand what's going on. It's just like, please, the lights are off. Why do you think now is a good time to have a very loud conversation when if, no, yeah, everyone the around the you is, is sleeping and the lights are out? Please don't talk loudly. Yeah, the they're they're not doing service anymore. Like it's clearly time to shut the hell up. Yeah, it's like a basketball team. They're like, oh, dude, bro, you should have seen it yesterday. <laughs> yes, when I was at Leslie's. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just hate loud talkers. And then I also. Um, Want to talk about the armrests a little bit? Oh, this is great. Okay, so let's just transition into my number three, sharing limited space. Yes. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, so sharing limited space. So my feeling, which is probably correct because it's mine, (laughs) um, is that if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests. Okay, this is so great because I was just about to ask, what's your take on middle seat? Is there a standard protocol? You get both. I'm thinking now, yeah. If you are in middle seat, you should yeah, – I totally agree. You should get both armrests. Yes. Because the person next to the window gets the window plus an armrest and, they can and like, a headrest. And they can like lean against the side of the plane. Exactly. They have so many options. person on the left gets extra leg room because they can – They can stick their foot in the aisle. They can stick their foot in the aisle. Or they put their you arm in the aisle. But they can, yeah. put, they can do that but when nobody's can. there. But you can. Right? It's an option. It's an option. In and the you middle, get- you're just trying to avoid touching anybody. Exactly. And so I I feel like when I get middle, and again, if you've been listening, I get middle a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, my, my shoulders are kind of hunched. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, and this, this, this problem actually goes both directions. And again, this is one that's probably way worse for women anyway. But when I sit, like, I can't really spread my legs. This is this. You know what? I shouldn't even bring this up because (laughs) because from a woman's perspective, I'm sure you're thinking, "Why am I spreading my legs at all? Like, stop spreading your legs and getting in my space." Yes, but I'm also thinking, as the middle seat person, like I'm having to hunch my shoulders. Like I can't spread my legs. I can't spread my shoulders. And so by like hour two, my shoulders, your tension, I'm my tension. There's so much tension, and then. And then there's then you play this weird game with the people on both sides where you're like trying to like outwit them to try and get more uh, uh, space space on the armrest. Like, I guess are we splitting this? Do I get the back half and you get the front? Split with a stranger? Never. I frequently have to split. Oh no! But I'm starting to think I might just start saying now from now on. I plot myself down and I take over. But see, that's – but see, the especially – and I'm sorry, big dudes out there, but you guys are some of the biggest offenders of this. You sit down, and I don't mean like l- large rotund. I mean just like large people. Like, like tall, even? Yeah, like tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sit down, and they go for both armrests, even if they're on the edge. Oh, hell no. And so then it's like this like oh. – now we're competing for this armrest space. You know what would be super fun? It should be common courtesy. Everyone out there, this is a thing now. If you've got the middle seat, we're sharing armrests. Or I want to be like very direct on my next plane ride and see how uncomfortable people get. And just say like, can be I like, have this armrest? I'm going to have this armrest because I'm in the middle and that's how it works. 
No, you're not going to say it like that. <laughs> well, at least no. I would never. Okay, okay. I would never say it like that. Also, so there was a thing going around too recently about people putting their seats back. Oh, this is the next thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, yeah. um, but I also the other thing that I hate about people is when they take their shoes off or they're barefoot. Barefoot is particularly bad. I Just, don't or like quite, putting their feet on the back of your seat. Okay, those two things specifically. Or like putting their foot up on like the armrest, like if you're by the window and their foot is like sticking no, 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 no. into your arm. Do not put your feet up. Do not fucking do that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah, don't put your feet up, and don't go barefoot. I don't particularly like the 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 feet coming out, but I understand. There's a lot of long flights that doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, but I will say this. There's, I have a good reason for this too. So you should never wear flip-flops on a plane um, because your feet will probably get cold. And if there is an emergency, flip-flops aren't the right footwear. Yeah. It's also the other reason you shouldn't really be wearing heels, in my opinion. Yeah. And I like to think of it as if you're getting on a plane, wear the outfit that you want to be wearing if you end up on the lost island. <laughs> so what kind of shoes do you want to be wearing? Probably tennis shoes or like hiking boots or something like not flip flops, not like fa- a fancy type of shoe. You need something where you can like get around. That's true, but you also want to be comfortable. But uh, hold on, okay, you yeah, can yeah. still be comfortable wearing tennis shoes. I know, but I'm starting to think like my Vans are a good option, like my slip-in Vans. Okay, sure, like yeah, because you want to get through TSA or whatever. But yeah. maybe you maybe you have those in your bag and you f- you switch shoes. Sure, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. You should also wear something that's comfortable on the plane, but you should also layer up. Layers, so, yeah. yeah, wear a lot of layers because it gets cold on planes. And if you crash on an island, then you have options, different clothing options that are already on your bod. Yeah. I just, I think it's very important to be prepared for anything <laughs> like landing on the lost island. And I think it's also good to kind of size up the people around you to see like who is the Jack Shepard of this plane. Who's the Kate? Who's the Sawyer? Yes. Who are the Jin and Son? Like, who are the people that I want to associate with when this thing goes down? Ideally, I do this all the time. Ideally, you can't tell because no one's talking. I know, but you can, you can like, <laughs> kind of profile a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I do it all the time. I think about it every time I get on a plane. Like, who am I going to link up with yeah. to survive this? Now, I will say this. The layering piece definitely a great tip it's more challenging for me i feel like because i run really hot yeah and so i'm always tempted to just go t-shirt but every once in a while you do end up with the super cold flight and then i'm very cold especially like longer flights yeah because they like i don't know turn the heat off or something yeah it's almost the time i like just the t-shirt i'll bring a t-shirt and then i'll put something like one extra thing in the in the backpack yeah okay wait so what was your position we didn't talk about your 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 we both agree. Default position is if you have the the middle seat, you get both armrests. You arm get both armrests. Yeah. But what's your take on reclining a seat? Recline the seat. You oh. go back three inches. Who I agree. cares? I don't understand this perspective. Well, I do. No, I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand this perspective of nobody should be re- reclining seats. No, it's infinitely more comfortable because you're not so rigid and it doesn't hurt your back as much and it's like 3 inches. Yeah, this is the game theory thing again. Get over yourselves. If you if somebody reclined and now you've just lost those 3 inches, I'm I'm starting to stutter. I'm getting so passionate about this. <laughs> and uh you can just recline too. Yep. Go for it. And then you're also going to be more comfortable. Everybody's more comfortable. Yes. If anything Flying is miserable. So if we can all just be slightly more comfortable for a portion of the flight, let's just let that happen. Yeah. And it's it's not affecting you. How is it affecting you? Yeah. It's not. It, I don't understand. Some people say that they shouldn't, and, and again, this is one of those things that goes back to the airline. None of these problems are, well, most of these problems aren't with the people. Some of them are. Uh, but some people suggest the airline shouldn't even offer reclinable seats. Because that will solve this problem. I don't see this as a problem. I see this as a feature. And the benefit is everyone can be more comfortable. Yeah. Do you remember um, the plane we took when we went to Bali? Those seats went back so far. Yes, I want the seats to go back as far. I want them like they went back six like, inches back. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah. It was so comfortable. It was great. I mean, it's such a cruel joke when you press the button and it goes like one inch back or you get the seat that's broken, doesn't go back at all, and everybody starts reclining and you're just like, oh. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, that one's broken. Yeah. It's like, you're not sorry. 
Okay, I'm glad to know we are on the same uh, wavelength. We are. Unless you're sitting in the seat in front of me, then I don't want you to recline because you're in my space. What do you... I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I'm okay, kidding. Okay, wait, okay. Okay, yeah. Sharing limited space. Uh, I don't even know where I'm at at this point, but... I've only got one more. The sick person. Oh, the sick person, yeah. It's like, if you are sneezing and coughing and blowing your nose, you have no business being on a plane. What happens if they're wearing a mask, though? Uh, fine. Feel better about that? Fine, but, like, put them in the back or something. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to be sitting next to a person that is sneezing and being disgusting. It's, like, yeah. one thing to sneeze, and it's just, like, an off, an off chance sneeze. It's, like, not a I'm sick sneeze. But when someone is, like, sniffling and disgusting... It's like, d- please you- take some DayQuil or something before you get on here. <laughs> what are your thoughts on screening for temperatures? Well, I have encountered that before. Yeah. Um, when H1N1 was a thing. And I don't know. Aren't there a lot of reasons why you could have a temperature besides having the flu or having a virus? I don't know. Probably. I don't maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know enough. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Sure. Yeah, would you be for like stand like that? Would you be okay with that becoming a standard across the board? But then it's like, what if you have a temperature? What are you? You just can't get on the plane. Yeah, I guess you can't fly right then. Maybe they give you a voucher to fly. But next it's like, time. what if I'm? What if I'm fine? What if it was a fluke? What do you mean? It's so a then fluke? I would say just like take. I would recommend people take Advil before they're going to fly, so that their temperature goes down. Sure. Yeah, I think that would be fine. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I I just kind of came up with that on the spot, but I'm thinking to myself, we scan people and like s- see what they look like underneath their clothing. <laughs> yeah. I, if we do that, I think I'm fine screening. Why for- doesn't that also just take your temperature? Exactly. Maybe it does. Let's just already. do that at the exact same time. And if you get, if you're over a hundred, sorry. Well, yeah, then that wouldn't be a fluke. Or maybe right exactly. If you're over a hundred, not you're not getting on. Or at least with, you could go to, like, a secondary spot and they, like, check you out or something. Yeah, and then they check you out. Now, with that being said... Maybe I have a sunburn and I'm just running hot. <laughs> could be, yeah. <laughs> but it gives them reason to double check. Yeah. With that being said, my preference would be... My preference would be neither of them. But if we're going to have the thing where they scan your body... You might as well just you might do as the well temperature just thing, do right? that. That's yeah. how I feel. But I, I don't want... Just to clarify, I don't want that at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that might be everything. All right. I just got one last one. Okay. Uh, specifically to me. Oh, I, I just thought of one for my number one, a, a travel hack for hurry up and wait. Okay. Take a train. <laughs> Take a train instead. <laughs> Take Trains a train are instead. so much better. They're so great. I'm all for the fast trains. And oh my gosh, America is so far behind on these fast trains. Why can't we vote these fast trains in? I want to take a train along the coast of California. I want to take a train from Minneapolis to Chicago. I want it to be high speed. I want it to well, be Japanese style awesome. Oh, like a bullet train. Yeah, I was going to say you can. Train. You can take a train from Minneapolis to Chicago. It's the Amtrak, and I think you have to go to Milwaukee first. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm actually okay with it going to Milwaukee first. Okay. Well, then there's your answer. But we can't. I think the last time we voted for one of these things. We have we have the Amtrak I know, but I think you're, we were, you're talking about a bullet train. I'm talking about a bullet train. Yeah, Wisconsin voted it down. Well, Wisconsin is the worst. <laughs> Wisconsin, rethink your priorities. Yeah, you we could suck. all be taking trains. You suck. You suck. You suck. Then you don't. Then there is no hurry up and wait. You just get on. I know trains are the best. It's the best part about Europe. Well, there's a lot of great things about Europe, but trains are fun. Trains are great, and so you know what's also it's so great? easy. It's so easy, and and you just show up. We recently discovered the joys of just throwing on a video of. Uh, of a train driving through Europe. Just throw that on a YouTube video. Just watch that for eight hours of the scenery changing. What? Oh, oh, this wasn't recent, but yes. No, but we did it at work too. Yeah. Okay, my number two, turbulence. Oh. Yeah, not a big fan of turbulence. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not like hoping for turbulence, but it doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah, this is another one of those things like heights for me that, when I'm experiencing turbulence, I'm logically thinking about all of the videos that I've watched where they bend the plane wings and you see them bend like 
45 degree <laughs> angles in each direction and they're still not breaking, right? I've read, I've, I've analyzed the data. I've poured through the data. Oh my, God. my logic tells me I'm fine. Yeah. And yet the physiological part of me is just filled with absolute dread and terror. And so I just, I can't stand turbulence. The mild stuff, we, I would say within the last three years, I've started to get a lot better with the, with just the mild stuff. Mm-hmm. But when, when you start feeling the drops, where, yeah. your, where your heart like j- jumps up into your See, head and it's your like, not, stomach comes it's up. It's not my heart. It's my stomach that really, really bothers me. And I like, so I don't like that type of turbulence where you're like, and I don't like watching the wing. Watching the wing really freaks me out because it's like, that thing's for sure going to break off. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't totally mind turbulence, but I don't also like look forward to it. Yeah. I just like, I start gripping. I will, I will say like, that is a time where I don't, I'm not like nice about if I'm in the middle seat, I'm not nice about sharing. Yeah. The, uh, you're going to hold on. Yeah. I'm going to just, if your hand is there, you can leave your hand there, I guess, but I'm just going to be squeezing your hand. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like plain rituals? Like things you do every time you fly? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I always I always make a point to listen to some music or podcast. Uh, lately, if if I'm lucky enough to fly Delta, <laughs> then I will watch a movie. Oh, it's yeah. It's just such a great way to pass the time. You know what's also been great is sleeping. Yeah, sleeping's fun. Sleeping's – and the, the weird thing is I actually don't look forward to sleeping on a plane because I – Because I, it's so bad. Because it's so bad <laughs> and I'm just – I'm such a bad sleeper in general. Like it's so hard for me to fall asleep in general. But I also really look forward to time to myself. Like just alone time, I really value that time. And so mm-hmm. getting on a plane is like the best excuse to have alone time. Yeah. I just love that moment. And so like I'm always looking forward to not sleeping. And then I get on and then it's just the hum of the plane. I don't know what it is, but that is, <laughs> or it's just the nothing to do, I, I guess. Yeah. You just start to get sleepy. Yeah. It is great for the long trips though. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Do you want to hear my ritual? Oh, yeah, I do want to hear I do, because there's one thing that I do. Oh, okay, yeah, tell me. On every flight. So, you know, you taxi out, and you're, like, on the runway, and then the plane starts to start going really fast. At that moment, I start playing Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Every (laughs) single flight I have ever taken, I have listened to that song during takeoff. Ironic? Yes, because there's that section about the plane crashing. And so I just think that if I'm listening to that song, my plane's not going to crash. It's like a, it's like, it's cute. Wow. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) So rude. It's not rude. Um, Okay, so either we can recap or I can say the rest of my flying hacks. Uh, Yeah, let's recap. Okay. Um, So you can tell us in the post show. Okay, so uh, number five is TSA, the constantly changing rules. Number four is everything is gross and sticky. Uh, Number two, everyone, or number three, (laughs) everyone is standing the second that they land. Number two is the sick people. And number one, and my winner is just people in general. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my number five is pets in the underground, babies in the next seat. Pets and babies. My number four is getting yelled at by TSA at the security checkpoint for rules that one location enforced and another one didn't. <laughs> Three, sharing limited space. Two, turbulence. My number one and my winner for the most annoying part about flying is hurry up and wait. It's a great one. Okay, tell me your hacks. Okay, so my hacks. So I did mention several throughout the episode, but I'll just run through them all real quick. Yeah, and yeah. you can add some color commentary if you so choose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, as you're selecting your seats, if you have that luxury and you're willing to pay to select your seats and you're flying with your partner or a companion, I recommend someone selecting the window seat and someone selecting the aisle seat because there is a chance that no one will select the middle seat and then you'll have a free seat in between you. And if someone does sit there, then you can just switch with them so you can sit next to each other. So yeah, you like really – no one wants the middle seat. 
And if they do, that's just weird. And then you don't want to sit by that person anyways. So you probably have to at that point. No, you just tell the flight attendant, I'm not comfortable sitting here. And then they'll find you a new seat. Oh, I see. Um, As long as you're nice. Uh, Disinfecting wipes. I already mentioned that always, every day, all day. Get some disinfecting wipes. Yes, especially now. Um, this I don't actually do all that often, but I, when I do, I always am happy that I do is get on the plane last. So you don't have to deal with everybody else. The only reason that I don't like to get on last most of the time is because I have a bag and I don't want to risk having to check it. Agreed. Because I hate that it goes down to the carousel. Now it used to be, if there wasn't room, they would just take it and then bring it back up so that you would grab it as you walked off the plane. But now you have to go through the hoop. I and do so not I don't like, like that. that. Do not like that. Could have been a that could have been a pet peeve right there. Yeah. <laughs> or uh Yeah, okay. Okay, so the reusable water bottle I mentioned, I said don't um one is don't eat any of the airplane food. The water bottle is a huge deal. Yeah. And drink, especially on a long, long flight, drink as much water as you possibly can to stay hydrated. Um, even though you might have to pee a lot, it's still, you're going to feel so much better when you land if you drink a ton of water and you don't eat the airplane food and bring your own snacks. You can bring nuts, you can bring seeds, you can bring fruit, you can bring vegetables, you can bring all of that. You just can't, especially if you're going to another country, you might not be able to actually bring it into the country with you if it's like produce. Yeah. Um, so as long as you eat it before you get on, you're fine or before you, before you disembark. Um, I mentioned dress in layers, um, bring your own blanket because it's not considered a carry-on item if you're holding it. It's just, like, part of your person. So you can have, like, the thing that you're going to put in the overhead bin. You can have your personal item, and then you can have a blanket. Okay, I like that. If that, I like that if you're somebody that gets cold. But Yeah. But I run hot, and I also – that would add a lot of weight for me. But okay. I, see, I see how it would benefit. What, what do you mean by weight? It adds a lot of weight. A blanket adds a lot of weight. To what? To your person. Who cares? Well, okay, well, okay, that's a good point. Who cares? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> the reason that's relevant is because I usually bring a backpack versus I usually travel. But you with... don't put the blanket in the backpack. What? You carry it. You carry it onto the plane with you. So you don't have it in your backpack. You never yeah, at then, any but point. But then you've got to stash it somewhere and deal with this blanket. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we rent a car, so you put the blanket in the car. Yeah, I mean, once you hit the car, you're good. I'm just saying, while well, on the plane, it's annoying. Wait, no, it's not because you're using it to stay warm. Well, oh my that, god! And that's you the you part. know what, Joey? Joey doesn't know what he's talking about, <laughs> so we're just moving on. Okay. Um, another tip: exercise before getting on the plane because it will energize you, and then you'll feel better when you land. Yeah, and then you, and if not, if it's long enough, you'll feel sleepy. Yeah, maybe. Uh, don't wear flip flops. Think about what you're wearing in case you end up in a lost type situation. Um, you said noise canceling headphones. Always represent. Be, always be kind to the flight attendants and staff. They can make your experience super awesome or pretty miserable. And if you're nice, you're more willing to get like extras. Yeah, I so, just be nice to service people. Just be, I always. mean, yes, that's just like a general life rule, but. Yeah. It's not really a hack, but no, it's, hack, it's just I'm saying be nice to people. Um, if you're on a long flight, make sure to get up and walk around. Even if you don't have to go to the bathroom, just walk up and down the aisle a couple of times um, because your ankles can swell up. Do you remember when we flew to Bali? It was a 14 hour flight from Los Angeles to Taipei. And I did not get up the entire time. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I didn't stand up at all. And we got off and my <laughs> ankles were so swollen. It was disgusting and horrifying. And it went away after like 30 minutes. But it was still just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I was like ballooning up. It was really weird. And so it's good for circulation if you just get up and walk around every once in a while. And just a general rule, you should never stay in one place for 14 hours without moving. Yeah. Well, that's why the one of the rings on the uh, the Apple Watch is stand up for at least a minute Yeah, once every hour. Yeah, 12. good general rule. And my last thing that I will say is you should bring a little thing of like health and beauty items, especially when you're on a long flight, like to remove your makeup so that you can take your makeup off. Um, bring a toothbrush so you can brush your teeth because you'll just feel a lot more refreshed. And if you're really feeling like you don't care what anybody thinks about you, put on like one of those hydrating face masks 
that makes you look really weird but it'll like it'll do really great things for your skin i'm I'm all for the toiletry kit yeah like a little bit of yeah toiletry that's what i'm yeah alcohol for your hands yes right just to just to feel good and clean yeah you just oh that makeup wipe to you know before you go to bed that'll feel good (laughs) do you always take the hot towel when they offer it absolutely i take the hot Hot towel yes please yes i want that (laughs) even if i just hold it in my hands yeah Yeah. hot towel can't you can't can't, beat it can't look over a hot towel grace go